Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Blank Canvas, the arts and education podcast from Lester B. Pearson School Board. This is Frank Caracciolo, artist and arts consultant for Lester B. Pearson School Board. Please join us as we speak with people making a difference in the arts and education community. On today's episode, we speak with Amanda Tooley from Riverview Elementary in Verdun. Amanda's art classes are becoming well-known as she brings exciting projects for her students. She's here. Let's get started. Good day. I'm here with Amanda Tooley from Riverview Elementary. Hi, Amanda. How are you today? Hi, Frank. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Amanda, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you come to be an art teacher at Riverview Elementary? Sure. Uh, firstly, my name is Amanda Tooley, and I'm the art and technology teacher at Riverview Elementary. This is my th- third year teaching with Lester B. Pearson. Uh, last year, I worked with Riverview as well, but as a grade six English homeroom teacher for a small group of students. And this is my first year teaching art and technology. Well, how are you liking the arts? And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start on you in a second, but I mean, how how are you liking it? I'm actually really enjoying myself. I think this year I get a chance to be really creative and just let my passions flow. So it's done a lot of good, even just personally for me. Well, we met through the new teacher initiative that uh, my department had set up with uh, all the new teachers, and we've been working since, and it's been a while now. But uh, I'm always uh, happy to come and visit you at your class and work with you. Can you tell us a little bit about the things that you're excited about in your class? Of course. So uh, we actually started with uh, several projects. The first one was uh, sculptures. Um, And actually, we brainstormed this, uh, Frank, uh, together, uh, the Chop Sculptures uh, project. And essentially, the children were given bags with uh, different art equipment, and they were asked to... um, create a sculpture of their own choosing. Uh, Could have been abstract, it could have been more realistic in nature, um, but they had to use those tools in a specific amount of time to then create a chopped sculpture. So that was one of the best ones, I think, uh, to begin the year. The students were very much engaged Mm -hmm. and uh, they never, they they told me they never uh, experienced something like this before. I think it was a great way to start off the year. Well, you, you've been doing so much since. I mean, it's almost um, you're. I'm going to say you're you're famous at the school board because uh, some of my colleagues hear about the projects. They see the projects that you've you've just sent me recently, a Kandinsky mural mm-hmm. um, that I know that you worked with Sky Stowe, who is another uh, podcast yeah. uh, guest from the past. But mm-hmm. uh, tell us about that project because the kids seem to really had uh, taken to what they what the task mm-hmm. was. Yeah. So I first uh, started to introduce Kandinsky quite slowly, actually. So the students first were talking about Henry Matisse and his abstract shapes. And so one day I just decided to put on some music and see what they would do with paint. So we put on some classical music and the kids just went wild with it. They created these beautiful images with a lot of abstract shapes. And then I started to ask them questions like, where are these images coming from in your mind? How are you creating them? And they said, well, the music is creating images in my mind. And I said, ah, perfect. That's synesthesia. So that's where I decided to draw the link between Kandinsky and what they started doing. 
So I in, we played uh, different videos on Kandinsky so they can learn about his life. We examined some of his artworks and the students were very much fascinated with the concentric circle image. Um, so we then decided that we were going to recreate that as a whole school. So every single grade took part in that. Every student uh, at the school decided to make a concentric circle and they chose a pattern that they wanted to do. So some of the, the some of the kids decided to do um, hot and cold concentric circles. Uh, other students decided to do uh, secondary and primary circles. So that was essentially what they decided to do. And we put it all together in this giant mural that we sent to you. Yes. And now it's hanging at the school board. But what I like is how organic your teaching practices are like you you had an idea you introduce something it morphs into something else and then mm -hmm. you kind of run with it and that's the result is amazing i mean everybody who uh can see it it's at the the school board right in front of the directorate's office so everybody gets to see that mural it's, it's quite beautiful and i was there uh painting with the students i remember a couple times with with some while well, they were doing those circles and i i mean i was so impressed with how you you introduce those other parts of the competencies and you're talking about hot and cold and, you know, the warm colors and, and uh, complementary colors. And then all while introducing a new artist to them, you know, Kandinsky, pretty important artist. And of course, you're com collaborating with your music teacher. Yes. Right. So we're talking about uh, Kandinsky and then how um, he sees mm -hmm. color and music, uh, you know, at the same time, which is a very interesting thing for students to mm -hmm. to embark, you know, on, on this kind of understanding of maybe maybe some people might see that as as uh, not a great thing that somebody has, but you you've taken it and introduced the kids in a different way. So it's it's just wonderful to watch you work. And just the other day, for our listeners, I come into work at the school board and I have a package on my desk. And it is full of these beautiful photography books mm. and the books. Uh, you want to talk about, about that project because that was a lot of fun to do as well. Yeah, for sure. So in the fall, I wanted the kids to get outside. So I also wanted to do some photography with them. I knew that uh, not all the students could be photographed and not all of them were comfortable having their pictures taken. So I came up with the idea of taking nature photos something I only like to do also in my pastime. I wanted this project to be meaningful. So I thought that we might make our own books where we would go around our community in Verdun and capture the beauty of nature in our own community. Then I thought that the kids should write their own poems inspired by their favorite photo that they took. So that's what we did. We went out into our community, took photos, edited them, and each student chose their best one, wrote a poem about that particular photo, and then added their photo and poem into the Story Jumper um, application, which is a bookmaking app. And this led to several collaborative books that the students decided to make. Well, you did a beautiful job. I mean, uh, I've been showing, you sent me copies of each one of the books. I've been showing them around the board. Everybody's going uh, crazy for them. They're really beautiful. Tell tell me about the poetry part. Um, yeah, so I had was... to collaborate with my colleagues on that one. Um, so some uh, colleagues of mine decided to show the kids sample poems and talked about different types of poetry. Um, some students decided to write free verse poems. Others uh, wrote acrostic poems. So I assisted in that in some aspects. However, my my colleagues are part of this. Uh, they took a great chunk of it. Well, well. Uh, and they should because yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, editing all that and then 
designing the books and then getting them off to be published and printed. Um, that, that was an amazing, and, and each of the students who get one of their own books, it's just mm-hmm. a really beautiful piece that you've created. And I love it how you, you continue, if people are listening, how you're <laughs> collaborating with everybody in your school to get things done, your music teacher, your English teachers. And mm-hmm. I know that because you've been, a, you were an English teacher. Yes. And I'm very happy to steal you over to our side here in the <laughs> arts. For sure, those things, um, you can see it comes through like those past influences yeah. in the way you do things. Um, I love coming to your classroom and we're going to be coming very soon. My colleague Mike Gabe and I have been doing this uh, for a little bit, but you want to talk about the art and tech project that we have? Oh, coming? yes. Oh, yes. Um, I could even talk also too about the project that we previously did uh, sure. in October. Sure. Um, so that one was a really big project. <laughs> uh, the students were trained on the Sphero robots. So Mike decided to do to help me with that. We had the students create Halloween houses. Uh, so kind of spooky castles and, and that type of stuff. And we had the students program their spheros to travel the Halloween village. So every time that they visited a house, they would get a candy. So that was an exciting project. Now, the new project that we are planning to do is more of a Jackson Pollock type of uh, project, as well as uh, creating spirographs. So I'm really excited to do that as well, too. I think there's a lot of information that the kids will love to hear. Yeah, I'm, Mike is fabulous with the way he preps the the students to learn how to do the program. And for people who don't know about this project, um, uh, Mike Gabe is a, our consultant, our, one of our tech consultants, and he's a, an amazing educator as well. And what he does is he will come into your classroom, he will teach the students how to program um, these spheral robots. So they're little round balls that have their own little motorized movement and uh, you program them. And so what you did with the Halloween thing is you made them do trick-or-treating. So you yes. put, so the, the students had to go to each house to exactly. collect their candy, which yeah. is brilliant. And then uh, on this one, we've done it before where I introduce uh, Jackson Pollock, an abstract expressionist painter. And we talk about splattering and we talk about what art is and expression. And then what we do is we program the robots we put it on canvas or paper, and we have the robots actually do the painting, and the students are in control of creating. So there's some things that happen where um, they don't have control, and they do have control, which is a lot about um, that kind of painting, that that technique. So I mean, it's just it just continues with you. And so yeah. I mean, how do you finish the year? I mean, you just keep <laughs> upping yourself. I don't know. Yeah, every gonna... time I decide that I'm not going to do a large project, I end up coming up with another idea and just takes over. <laughs> so yeah. uh, the latest project that I'm actually working on is for our Steam Night, which is on May fourth. Um, the students again are working with Kandinsky as their inspiration, and essentially they created their own musical piece in Miss Sky's classroom. And then they're using that musical piece to then create a collage with uh, geometric shapes. So triangles, circles, and lines to represent their song visually. So essentially they're showing you what they're seeing in their mind actually on a canvas. So I have over a hundred pieces that are going to be displayed around the school on May 4th. So I'm really looking forward to that as well, too. Well, educators and other people and friends and family of uh, Riverview Elementary come on out on May 4th to the STEAM Night uh, Expo. So that's going to be exciting. And I'm sure your principal is very happy with, uh, I mean, how could you not be? Yeah. Uh, every time I come, the kids are so, so great. They're so excited to be with you. And uh, 
you're very organized and uh, your room is always uh, looking so great with the, the kids artwork around the building. So, I mean, is there anything as we end, like, is there anything that you'd like to add or talk to us about or let us know? Yeah, for sure. So I just noticed that the students um, have grown so much over the year and I'm very proud of them. And I can't thank my staff enough, uh, my colleagues enough for supporting me and, Miss Brown as well, too, for supporting my endeavors. So I'm really happy with that. And I would like to thank you, Frank, for helping me so much this year and guiding me. I know I was nervous to start off my first year teaching art, but I really love it. So I can't wait to do this again in the future. This would be a dream come true if I could come back to Riverview and continue on teaching uh, art. Well, I know wherever you end up, it's going to be amazing. And I would I would guess that uh, your principal, uh, Miss Brown, is going to fight her uh, for every everything she could uh, to keep you over there. You are an asset to the school board. And I mean, it shows in when I come to see your students, um, they're always so engaged mm -hmm. and you're doing an amazing uh, job at teaching art, transitioning from English to art. <laughs> I would never know it. I, you, you do. You do command the classroom as a, as a like a, a seasoned art teacher, and I'm very happy to be working with you. So thanks, Thank you. thanks for so much that, that you do for us and the school board, and of course for the students. Thanks for coming in today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, have a great day. This podcast made possible by the Educational Service Department at Lester B. Pearson School Board. Please find the blank canvas on Apple Music and Spotify wherever else you download your podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.